What is up, my dudes? Welcome back to yet another episode of Olympia Oddities. Today, I've got another two-for-one episode for you all. First, I'm going to tell you all about the spooky house that my boyfriend just moved into and all the reasons we think it's definitely haunted. After we wrap that up, I'll tell you all about Winlock's claim to fame, the world's largest egg. Let's get right into it. So my boyfriend just moved into a new house in Winlock, and it's creepy as hell. So my boyfriend, Steven, visited it before um, before me when they were considering buying it, and ended up getting super creeped out while he was there. I went with him a few days later, but he didn't tell me about his feelings on the house because he wanted to see what my own reaction would be. It's an old house, and the former tenants loved Halloween and even left us a couple of boxes of sweet Halloween decorations. Right down the road is the Winlock Haunted Hostel, where you can rent rooms shared with ghosts by the month. We'd be hanging out upstairs most of the time, so we went upstairs uh, to look around and pick out a bedroom. This is where I got my first creepy red flag. All the rooms upstairs have tiny creepy rooms off of them. They have walk-in closets, but these are separate, small rooms. In the bedroom that he ended up choosing, there's a bookshelf that pulls out from the wall to reveal yet another creepy small room. I'm absolutely convinced that with that many small rooms, there has to be at least one person living in the walls of the home, and I half expect to wake up to some guy just standing there at the foot of the bed every single time that I stay over there. Steven's best friend helped him uh, with the move, and they were down there without me because I'd just gotten off of work and had to get ready before I came down to help. His friend, Christian, had pulled on one of the creepy smaller room's doors in one of the bedrooms, but thought that it must have been nailed shut when it didn't open. They went downstairs to get more stuff to bring up to the rooms, and when they got back up the stairs, the door to the small room was wide open. Later on, while walking down the stairs, he noticed what looked like fingernail scratches on the railing of the stairs. Now, these scratches are pretty deep, going through multiple paint layers all the way down to the wood. None of us remembered hitting it with any furniture or anything, so we added it to our mental list of creepy things. I think that the first night we stayed there was that night, or maybe the day afterwards. We were both incredibly exhausted from moving and just the general stress of it, so we just decided to head right to bed. As we're falling asleep, we both hear these muffled voices and what sounded like something made of metal swinging or scraping something. We listened for a minute or two and the sounds died out. I was creeped out, but Steven thought it might have just been his neighbors playing music or something. What's kind of weird though is now that we've been in the house a few weeks, we've heard the neighbors playing music and it doesn't sound anything like what we've heard that night. The other weird thing I've experienced so far is the sound of someone following me up the stairs. I was carrying a box of some belongings up the stairs the other day, and Steven was following behind me like 20 to 30 feet. Um, I headed up the stairs, and he headed further into the downstairs, but I had thought that he was still following close behind me. The steps creaked behind me, and when I got to the top, I turned around, expecting expecting to see him right behind me. But there was no one there. I'll definitely keep you updated on anything if we experience anything else spooky. If you want to hear Steven and Christian talk about their experience with the house, and other stories that will definitely make you laugh, check out their podcast, Double Jointed. It's available on the Rachel's Records website, which is rachelsrecords223.com. And now for our main part of the episode, I decided to keep with the Winlock theme and tell you guys all about the history of Winlock's world-famous giant egg. Winlock is a small town in Lewis County, Washington. It began in 1871 as a Northern Pacific Railroad camp called Wheeler's Camp. 
The railroad during this time was being developed to run from Kalama to Tacoma. An early resident of Winlock, a man named Dr. C.C. Paget, donated the land for the town. In 1873, the town was named after General William Winlock Miller of Olympia, a well-known man in the area. Miller had said that he would buy the town's schoolhouse a bell if they named it after him, so the town became known as Winlock and was incorporated officially as a town in 1883. In the early 1900s, chicken farms began to pop up all over the Winlock area. This brought a huge economic boom to the town, which only 1,000 people inhabited at the time. By the 1920s, Winlock was shipping as many as a quarter million cases of eggs to market each year. The Pacific Highway Bridge over the Columbia River from Washington to Oregon was completed, and a celebration was planned for the event. A parade was set to drive from Olympia to Salem to celebrate this expansion of trade. Towns throughout the area scrambled to come up with a float that would represent their town. Winlock's float idea came from a man named John J. Lawrence, who was the manager of the Egg and Poultry Co-op. He came up with the idea of a giant egg, and one was created out of a wooden frame shaped like an egg that had white canvas stretched over it. The public loved it, and the egg attracted the attention to Winlock that the creators had been hoping for. It gained so much attention that after the parade was over, the town decided to leave it out for display. It was covered in plaster and mounted by the train station. Twenty years later, this egg had just about cracked, so a replacement egg was made. This new egg was made out of plastic and created by Johnny Simpson's Plastic Company. This egg lasted about 20 years before falling off the platform and cracking. A fiberglass replacement was made, but drew criticism because people thought it looked too much like a football. The most recent version of the egg was funded by a local chicken hatchery man named Vern L. Zander. This was funded before his death in 1993. After 9-11 happened, the egg was painted red, white, and blue, and was often decorated with yellow support ribbons, kind of becoming the area's unofficial monument to the tragedy. In 2015, the egg was painted with the team colors of the Seattle Seahawks to celebrate their Super Bowl win in 2014. Today, the egg has returned to its original state as a giant white egg. It sits in a small park next to the railroad tracks, and Winlock celebrates the egg and the history of the town every June with their Egg Day Festival. There's a parade, a car show, and you can even get yourself a free egg salad sandwich. Thank you for listening to another episode of Olympia Oddities. If you want to support the podcast, follow the Facebook or Instagram for the pod at Olympia Oddities Podcast on both, tell a friend, or leave me a positive review. And until next time, friends!